Beyond the Pale Ale, with Matthew Stewart. Hey everyone, it's Matt from Simplistic Reviews with the final episode, at least the final episode of this season, of maybe maybe some seasons to come on Beyond the Pale Ale. And after a couple um, couple conversations with some uh, friends of mine from outside of uh, Nashville, I'm bringing it back full circle to um, bringing it back to Nashville here for this final episode with uh, a good friend of mine. I mean, uh, we've only met one time, but I already consider him a, a beer brother in a lot of ways. Um, we got Ryan McKay from Living Waters Brewing. Um, how you doing, Ryan? Pretty good. Good day. So far, I mean, it's a hot day, but it was a good day at the same time. So, <laughs> yeah, we were brewing early this morning, so it was nice and cool this morning, but yeah, not, about that. not anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I was about to ask you if you guys were in the brew house and everything like that today, working and everything. So, it seems like you guys were. So, so how's everything going, Ryan? Intr- introduce yourself to the uh, adoring public uh, on the podcast. Yeah, so, uh, Ryan uh, started up Living Waters Brewing. Uh, we're coming up on our first anniversary, actually, at the end of July, July 29th. Sir. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm the main brewer and kind of recipe guy at uh, Living Waters. And so I kind of do that whole shindig. And um, yeah, I mean, not really much to it, just a lot of work and a lot of time <laughs> they just open up a brewery start brewing sell the beer and everything like that that's it for yeah, the show everyone easy. we're getting out of here <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, well um what was your back what was your background uh, i guess well first of all i think we're, we're drinking the same thing right now i just poured mine in the glass but i'm sipping yep. on one your first your first can actually the uh alma double dry hopped new england style ipa uh tell me a little tell me a little. i don't know much about this one uh, in terms of you know, I know Citroen Galaxy main hops and everything like that, mm-hmm. but uh, stylistically fits with the time and everything like that. And your first, you know, your first can and everything. So congratulations, Mazel Tov on that as well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Uh, we uh, had kind of made a decision to stay kind of in bottles and on premise and then COVID decided to change all that. So mm-hmm. we uh, got our canning line in finally. We ordered it around the time COVID started because we knew we were going to have to shift. Um, and yeah, got it in and got our first couple runs done and got a couple more coming for the anniversary party. So it's a, uh, yeah, just double dry hops with a uh, Citra and Galaxy. Um, this is actually the first batch using our Citra lot that I picked back in September in Yakima. So, oh, wow. Okay. Very cool. Nice, man. Yeah. I mean, can super snazzy and everything. And I, I guess what I've always liked about your designs from the, from the get-go, even on kind of like the generic bottles that you guys are using. And by the way, the, the bottles are always killer, like the old black bottles and everything. Those are super, super slick. Thanks. But, um, you guys always seem to go for that kind of mythological quality to it. So what was kind of like the genesis or the beginning, like with the name Living Waters? And then how did you decide to kind of go with this kind of like whimsical fairy tale characters and a lot of the bottles are myth- mythical like you know almost like uh cryptozoological characters in a lot of ways on some of the some of the stuff 
Yeah, so uh, our designer's name is uh, Connor Dwyer, awesome guy, um, fantastic designs across the board. And, you know, our name is derived from, it's kind of a double entendre. Uh, so living water is any moving body of water. Um, and so kind of like that, all of our beers are named after rivers and waterfalls. Mm -hmm. And so just trying to find different bodies of water throughout the world is kind of like a fun little research project of mine. So every beer I try to tie into either a story or into uh, ingredients from like, if it's a coconut, then like primarily coconut growing regions of the world tied to a river waterfall from that region, that kind of thing. Uh, and yeah, it's just kind of the pursuit of perfection. Like it's constantly moving. It's a moving target. And that's kind of where it came from. And the stories were just kind of a fun thing to add some extra depth to, uh, to each of our beers. So, yeah, I mean, for example, we had Ural, which is a uh, silver hoof, mm -hmm. the fairy tale silver hoof, um, which there's nothing really on the bottle that shows that, but that's just kind of like the inspiration behind it. Yeah. Uh, more of a Slavic fairy tale. Yeah. So. I mean, it's got the, the, the deer on it and stuff like that, you know, so yeah, I actually I bought two of these. I haven't had uh, ha haven't had that yet, so I'm trying to get through this. Uh, not get through the double IPA, but it's definitely want to at least dive into it by the by the time we get done with the show here and everything. Um, now you're drinking out of a can. Do you prefer your beer, especially the the double IPAs or the double dry hop, to be drunk out of the can or the glass? What what's your opinion on that matter? Hot it's, topic, it... hot top, <laughs> hot button topic right there. Uh, either way. Right. It just depends on what you're kind of looking for. Um, for me on this particular beer, um, you know, I'll admit my uh, flaws, you know, whenever we first canned this batch, it was a little hot. Um, we got a little bit more uh, hops in there. Usually we let it settle out for several days before we'll can off or, or sorry, bottle off or do mm -hmm. anything like that. And just uh, can this one a little earlier than expected and so it's it's tasting a little hot in general so i'm kind of leaving it in the can so it i don't get all the hot particulate that's maybe at the bottom of the can yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I, so left, a yeah I left a little bit at the bottom and everything like that but i was able to fill up most of the tiku on it and everything but nice i mean it still looks i mean it looks great in the glass it kind of it's turbid it looks how a hazy hazy ipa should look and everything because sometimes I don't know. I've seen a few when they're like, well, you know, they, they kind of lean almost on that brown color, little off colors and stuff. But I mean, this looks, it's hella good. It looks good in the glass. And tastes great. Great. Yeah. So, okay. Almost a year since you guys, uh, I guess, opened up the brewery and the coffee, cause you guys are a brewery and a coffee shop as well too. You mm -hmm. guys incorporate so much coffee into your stouts and everything like that as well too. It's really interesting how you're bringing those two things together. I mean, but a brewery and a coffee shop almost seemed like a match made in heaven anyway. But um, a year, you know, a year ago, you opened up, and what was the idea behind Living Waters to open up? Like, what, what were you looking for? Like, what, what kind of a following um, have, has come out of this in the past year? I mean, I guess we can almost call it six months because I feel like this year was almost kind of a wash in so in in, in, a, in a couple ways, you know. Yeah, we had about, about March 3rd, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were doing really great. Uh, come, excuse me, come February, I think we were hitting um, some of the better months that we'd had and we'd start doing bottling and everything like that. And, um, you know, we were starting to hit our stride in terms of where I wanted the recipes to be on both the stouts and on the IPA side of things. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, lost the last four months or so. And so it's, it's survive mode now. But uh, yeah, the kind of the concept was we wanted, you know, I brought in uh, Gentry, who's my partner on the coffee side. And, you know, I run the beer side, he runs the coffee side, and we don't interfere with each other because mm -hmm. he knows coffee way more than, than I know coffee. And so it was just kind of like, look, we both have a similar kind of vibe of like this pursuit of like trying to do excellent uh, beverages. And yeah. so letting him focus on doing that. And so that kind of really worked well for us. And it was just kind of a fun concept. And then now I have like an in-house collaborator anytime I need to do coffee into a beer. It's like, he knows how to extract coffee better than most people in town, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's easy for me to like, okay, well, what if I did this process? And then he can tell me, well, that's not going to really work because of X, Y, and Z um, and things like that. So it's, it's really fun, gets us uh, the coffee profiles we want. And we work with all single origin, ethically sourced coffees. And so like, I'm not worrying about all that aspect, which is a lot of fun to dive into single origin. So, oh yeah, for sure. And, and like every, every single release you guys have done so far, it's a single origin of this specific and a lot of aging on vanilla, Madagascar vanilla and things like that. It's, you know, and, and these are, these are big, bold, ballsy stouts too. These aren't some like, you know, little, you know, they're hovering, seems like all of them are right around eight, nine and a half. I mean, they're all big, big boy stouts, but they're all fantastic. I mean, I, I like the fact that I, I'm, I like coffee to be able to distinguish between origins of beans or this or that you know you and i are, i guess are in the same lane it's like i like coffee but i want to be able to <laughs> break down the uh you know the acid level and this is having this effect on this bean and it's like floral it's like I, I have no idea beer i'm much better at um but where where, where did gentry what where, where, is gentry what was he local or did you kind of pick him up from is he because a buddy back in the day or uh no i mean he's uh it just kind of happened. It was one of those things where I was looking for someone to kind of work with uh, and coffee was kind of in the back of my mind before we opened. And he had worked at various different shops in town um, and had come from, he was at the time working at barista parlor mm -hmm. and uh, had a desire to open up his own shop. And, you know, it's like, Oh, well, let's see if we can make this work. And we kind of felt each other out and, um, I think the biggest thing with any business partner is making sure that you're both on the same wavelength, just mm -hmm. to make sure that you know, qualitatively you're on the same page because otherwise you'll quickly start getting into conflicts on quality and, you know, yeah. somebody might be willing to release something, but, but yeah, he opened my eyes to like single origin coffees and you know how that goes. And so like, it's just really cool. Um, kind of an area I'd never been into. And then, you know, we furthered that relationship by engaging dandelion chocolate, mm -hmm. which is based out of San Francisco and they do single origin chocolates. And so we get all of our chocolate products from them that we add into our beer, which is fantastic because you just get so many different flavors from different origins and it's just kind of fun. It's like you never expected chocolate to taste that way or coffee to taste that way. <laughs> and yet you can pull those flavors out. Yeah, I mean, and each individual sect has their own kind of like devoted following. It's like chocolate, coffee, beer. It's like, I don't know what else. I don't know what else you would really want in a shop, to be honest with you. Like you guys have the the triforce, if you will, with that. Get some cocktails. Let's let's do that. Maybe some bourbon. There you go. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, bur bourbon's popular. You know, people people like bourbon for some reason. <laughs> so that kind of takes us like 
you know, before everything was, everything seemed to be kind of going, I don't want to say swimming, everything was pretty going pretty swimmingly. I mean, I first had your beer. Um, I mean, we have a mutual friend. We have Seth Steele as our mutual friend who kind of made this kind of come together. So shout to Seth as always. Um, and you guys were, you know, I would say no quarter. You guys were like in there, like as soon as like things kind of jumped off and everything like that too. And that's where I started tasting your beer and, you know, kind of like a really cool grassroots movement was kind of coming up for you guys. And of course, you know, unfortunately we lost, you know, no quarter to, you know, March, uh, March 3rd tornadoes here locally. I, I always kind of bring that up in the show because some people might not even understand, like, I feel our neighborhood or our local economy has been suffering even before shutdowns were happening. It's like a tornado took out a huge swath of business and, you know, um, houses and everything else here in Nashville. Um, so we've been kind of in an uphill battle, I feel, for uh, maybe longer than a few other people. But um, how have you, what have you guys done to kind of like, you know, I don't want to say make COVID work for you, but you know, what's been kind of like the game plan so far. I mean, obviously, you know, canning has been a big thing for you guys and mm -hmm. doing releases at the, um, uh, at the brewery slash uh, coffee shop. But um, how have you guys dealt with just kind of like the business aspect of everything um, in these past couple months? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's been hard. Um, I don't know that anyone is really doing well in COVID except for maybe, you know, I, I won't even go there, but there's there's some other <laughs> other industries we'll I'm sure that, that are off, doing off, uh, yeah. off, off of a podcast. <laughs> but uh, when it when it comes to to us, you know, it's it's been okay. You know, being shifting to more packaging and doing that, it it's definitely not what I desired because I definitely like to be able to ensure that everyone has like a good experience with the beer. Mm -hmm. And once you throw it in packages, it's harder to do that, and you can make more mistakes. And um, so it's just difficult, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, moving over to package sales, you know, we luckily did not have to lay anybody off or any of that. And so we've been able to keep our team through it and it's definitely been difficult. Um, but yeah, you know, now we're coming into canning and we'll potentially, depending on how things go, maybe start bringing some people on and um, trying to to help where we can but yeah the tornado sucked yeah. and you know took <laughs> to out say the least yes <laughs> yeah i mean it took out some of my favorite businesses in town and like you know it took out two breweries uh one yep. that was about to open one that you know smith and lentz which is dear to my heart and yep. then no quarter and attaboy mm -hmm. and basement yeah. East, and the list goes on i mean the skate shop and mm -hmm. everything in that five points area i mean we're we're I mean, we're part of that community and everything, you know, you being right there in, in the midst of it on the east side and just me working there on, on a on a daily basis and everything and seeing one day, seeing a few people on Monday and the next morning I'm going down there to explore like a war zone and, and, and for lack of a better term, it was a pretty, pretty surreal happenings. Well, and it's still that way, you know, even it though is. COVID's going on, we're in July, it's been... <laughs> How many months now? Four months Over since four, all that happened. Four and a half months at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still just kind of devastated and tarps on houses and stuff. So it's, it's definitely rough. Um, I'd say that we didn't even have a chance to really mourn or like deal with things. It's just like okay, now like here's some COVID, smack it across your face. Here and you go. Take take <laughs> this. Have some more medicine. Exactly. It's like you're still sick. Have some more medicine. It's like yeah, it's. 
it's been a been an been an interesting time in in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but um, you know, we march on. We keep keep on keeping on, if you will. Now you're creeping up on a year. Um, I guess I don't know if I don't know if it's fun or not to like uh, think about what were the what do you think the plans were for the for the one year anniversary versus what the plans kind of are now. It's kind of you know yeah Sunday morning you know Monday morning quarterbacking at this point, but I'm sure it was like yes, can't wait for this one year, and it's like mm-hmm. well, don't know if it's going to happen the way I wanted it to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know it's still up in the air. Um, we had planned for multiple bottle releases and doing lots of fun things with that but now it's kind of like well we don't know what we'll be able to do um, with the city ordinance to for bars to close down for two weeks and everything going on with that and then that'll put us right up next to our anniversary so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we're we're pushing it to august 1st celebration we've got some can releases that we're going to be doing and some bottle releases um three to be precise but uh Yeah, we just don't know what it's going to be yet. Um, the original plan was to do all kinds of crazy stuff with like magnums and doing <laughs> nuts kind of combos that I've tried in the past but haven't had a chance to release yet. But yeah. that's kind of all gone on the back burner because, you know, you can't do it on premise, um, anything. Um, and even if I could do it on premise, right now it's just not the time for that. So it's more yeah. like how do we give our fans and everybody a chance to like celebrate with us um based on the current mode of operanda so yeah um bottles it is and cans <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's still something i mean you guys are still putting out some stellar beer and some fun products and you know the people are still invested and at least it's investing in a local business you know guys have only been around it's been a tumultuous one year when you really think about it you know the ups and downs of opening a new business and you know you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like, yeah, this is going to be a great 2020. Can't wait for this. And then everything, you know, shit hits the fan. Um, but I know one thing you guys are involved in, uh, and this goes back to a, a, a podcast from the past, um, you guys are involved in the Black is Beautiful project as well, too. Um, that's awesome. I mean, I, I look at that list every single day, and it just seems like more and more and more and more and more and more people. I think they're almost at a 1,000 breweries across the world. Uh, all 50 states are included. I think about 20 countries. Um, now, are you guys? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to pry if if this is like a big secret of what you guys are kind of cooking up with with your collab with your collaboration or your idea of the beer. Um, but did you guys kind of go by the letter of what the beer is, or are you guys throwing your own kind of twist on on that whole project? Definitely our own twist. Um, we uh, were riffing on it. Um, <laughs> we actually had some uh, setbacks with that beer just recently, and so we're rebrewing it on uh, Monday. But uh, but yeah, excited about that. Our labels have just come in. We I'm getting a whole bunch of bottles in so we can release that. And again, all the proceeds are going to go to to Gideon's Army here in Nashville. So that's uh, kind of the plan. It's just a matter of getting getting it done and making a, a big, big thing out of it um, mm-hmm. so that we hopefully raise a lot of funds for them. Um, yeah. It's kind of our goal. Well, you guys are one of, one of only a couple breweries, I think here, even locally that are, I mean, and it, it's such a weird time to be involved because everybody I felt really got behind the get uh, all together project for hospitality workers. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, we had the tragedy of, you know, George Floyd being murdered. And, you know, another, it was like another, uh, another beer that kind of came 
came into existence with markers from weather solds and everything. So, and it's, it's odd, you know, cause you know, brewing is at a premium and, you know, space is at a premium and, you know, everybody wants to get involved in these, you know, these big projects, which, which is great when, when people are, and then, you know, some people do, I don't want to say they get upset, but you know, they're frustrated why, by certain, maybe breweries not being as socially conscious or civically civic minded. So it was interesting here in Nashville with only, I, I think it was you and maybe Bearded Iris being involved in, I think maybe, I, I know you guys. Cause I saw yeah. You, well, I mean, we, uh, we definitely got, as soon as we heard about the project, we reached out and to see if we could get involved. Um, and I think we were one of, if not the first in Nashville to, to get yeah. involved. And then I think now Yazoo, Southern Grist, uh, Bearded Iris and, there may be one other brewery in town that's yeah. also getting involved. In I know Cross Crosstown in Memphis is doing it as well okay. too. So, yeah. but here locally in Nashville, I think that might be. I mean, I'd have to go through the list again. Everything like that, mm-hmm. you know, with them being almost a thousand breweries. Now, yeah, it's a lot, and 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 I'm glad to see a lot of the brewing community coming together for that. You know, I think it's important, and you know, the thing with beer is it takes a while to make it. So it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a good thing because I think it's going to raise awareness as we're all doing our releases over the next several months, Mm -hmm. um, that it'll continue that momentum forward and improvement. So I'm looking forward to do your spin on it and everything. I'm looking forward to everybody's spin because I I go through the Instagram and I'm like, man, everybody just putting it out, putting it out. Like it's just the the timeline is like so long that just to Mm -hmm. go through every single brewery involved is um, pretty special, but you know, thank you. Thank you guys for doing that and everything. It's, 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 unfortunately, I don't want to say it's for, it's for a good cause, but the fact that we had to make this beer because of something else happening is never, you know, if anything, hopefully it just raises awareness and shows that we're all in this together, no matter what it is at the end of the day too. So. Yeah. Hopefully we see some pro prolonged change and yeah. some, um, some movement from this and you know I'm very thankful that we're able to take part so yeah well thank you again for that um well hey that's the main I, I'm sorry I didn't get I, I didn't finish this beer we, we get into the conversation and everything like that it's hard to you know keep keep drinking the beer and everything like that but um what's on the what's on the horizon but besides the one-year anniversary what else are you guys kind of like any anything else kind of in the you know in the plans I mean I know it's everybody's kind of just day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute, kind of butt see their pants. You know, nobody really has a plan. Everybody had a plan, but now what's the new plans, I think, kind of going forward? Yeah, I mean, we got a bunch of uh, smaller collaborations with local businesses planned and um, trying some some different things. We're actually doing a no-quarter collaboration. Yeah, so Seth and I came up with a um, – he kind of wanted to – to make it cocktail inspired. And so it's going to be a, a fruited sour. Um, and so I just got uh, that and it's going to be a blood orange goza with a Ugandan vanilla, which is hmm. um, Ugandan vanilla is typically a lot more earthy um, as far as vanillas go compared to say like uh, Indonesian or Madagascar, mm-hmm. which is what you typically expect from, from vanilla. And so it's actually a lot of fun. Um, you know, I was kind of trying to add that earthy tone to the blood orange. So we'll see what comes out of it. I think it'll be really tasty. That'll be in cans as well. Um, and we even did a homage to a particular pinball machine. Um, but uh, it's going to be fun. 
I don't think you told me about that one yet. You told me about the cocktail, but I don't think I know about the pinball one yet. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna All be right. uh, it's gonna be good. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, now were, were the recipes was it collaborative between you and Seth, or did you were you were you the mastermind and Seth was like the idea guy? Like, you got to make this cocktail beer for me. <laughs> well, you know, he helped <laughs> us brew it uh, the day that we kind of did it, um, and I try to make all of our collaborations very much like as much as the person wants to be involved, like I'll let them be involved. But uh, Seth just kind of said, you know, this is kind of the direction I want to go. And I was like, okay, like I can make that happen. And it's always my attempt to try to make that happen, which is the the fun part. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's like, I have a great idea. It's like, okay, well, let's rein it in and see if I can actually make this a reality for you. Right now. So. Yeah, the beer's tasting great right now. So I'm excited. Uh, we're going to be adding the vanilla. Uh, actually, we just added the vanilla on Sunday. So very cool. Yeah. So that'll be going here soon and hopefully releasing that in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. Now, I guess this is more for my Nashville people and everything like that, but you know, uh, you guys small operation, but where can, for, for my Nashvilleian, for our Nashvilleian, should I say, where are you guys kind of concentrating your, your efforts right now in terms of uh, the, the self distribution uh, that you guys are kind of doing around town and things like that? Yeah, so I mean, we have a few stores, you know, obviously Woodland Wine Merchant, uh, Sinkers, um, Craft Brewed, uh, get some of our product. And yep. we've, with the with the can release, we've added a few new accounts and we're doing all Davidson ourselves and we're not okay. distroing outside of Davidson. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're trying to have enough that we're keeping it on hand so that anyone who wants it can get it from us. And mm -hmm. then also like, once it's kind of done its thing, then you can get it at the stores as well. Cause right now, as much as I would like to, you know, hold it all for myself and yeah. sell it ourselves over time, it's, <laughs> it's more about keeping the doors open and keeping our employees employed. So. Yeah. yeah Cause I picked so. these cans up from uh, smokers Abbey on the East side. Nice. Yeah. I know Nate is already a big supporter and everything like that too. And Nate, Nate supports anybody who's local. Nate's a great guy. So yeah. people, are, people are listening right now. Who the fuck is Nate? It's like, don't worry. Nate, Nate's a great guy. And we both like Nate. So it's fine. <laughs> if you ever find yourself in Nashville, visit Smoker's Abbey for a great cigar and then head on, head on over to Living Waters and get some great coffee and get some great beer as well, too. So I'm trying to get him to get a keg at Rubicon because I feel like that would be like the perfect wombo combo of like cigars and a really nice stout so i mean he's always into the stouts i mean he's you know he, he's always looking for that good pairing on the on the cigar side and, and the beer side so it shouldn't be too much of an arm twister for him hopefully so <laughs> well ryan uh, i appreciate you coming on uh coming on the podcast and chatting um any any parting words any words of wisdom any anything to say to the uh to the adoring public i guess yeah, I mean, just support local, uh, you know, do your best during this to, to find the small, I mean, it's the same thing everybody's heard, right? Yeah. Do your best to support the small local businesses that are kind of having a hell of a time right now mm -hmm. with, uh, with all the new regulations and everything coming at us and be safe um, while you're doing it. And yeah, just uh, drink more beer, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's sometimes the only thing that helps right now. Drink more beer, drink more bourbon, support your local bars, coffee shops, restaurants, support your bars that are being responsible with the whole thing as well, too, because there's a lot of other places that aren't being as responsible as we would like, but not going to get into that because we know all about that type of stuff. So, 
Well, uh, Brian, again, thanks, man. I really do appreciate the time. And uh, just want to remind everybody, this is the season finale. I'm glad I got to share this time with Ryan. Uh, brings kind of a whole series full circle. It you know, started with Isaiah from Black Abbey in Nashville, ending with Ryan uh, from Living Waters in Nashville. So uh, it's been fun. It's been bittersweet. It's been, you know, so tough sometimes talking to a few few of you guys, kind of understanding what you guys are kind of going through. And uh, but I think at the end, at the end of the day, hopefully it was a uh, good good experience. And everybody everybody likes to you know gnash your teeth or you know complain. But I like the fact that most of my conversations have been conversations. They haven't been politicized. They haven't been debates. They haven't been you know, really, you know, we're talking about beer at the end of the day. We're talking about supporting your local businesses. And um, I'm happy to have done that with, you know, people that I've known for a few years and some people that I've, I've only met for maybe a few weeks, like yourself, Ryan. So mm-hmm. uh, again, man, I do really appreciate it. But that's going to be a season four beyond the pale ale. So uh, hopefully season two will start at some point. Hopefully we'll be talking about better better things, better tidings at some point. We have to, uh, you know, uh, at some point in time. But, you know, if you want to email me, it's matt at simplistabuse.net. Or if you want to be a little bit more general, because it could go to me or DJ or uh, Justin, uh, contact at simplistabuse.net. And that's going to be season. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe or listen to other podcasts or even other episodes about beyond the pale oil and we'll see you guys next season. So take it easy. Thanks for listening to beyond the pale ale. You can find more features from simplistic reviews at simplistic And remember bottoms up. <laughs>